Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Three weeks from now, the 2021 NFL Draft will be underway. It is I, Rob Paul. A.K., one of many who listen to DMX to get hyped before games in high school. Rest in peace. And with me, as always, is A.J. Linebackers are the new running backs. Marchese. Yeah, uh, don't take a linebacker in the top 100. Don't take a kicker in the second round. Wow. Beautiful rendition. (laughs) Thank you. Today we're continuing our 2021 NFL Draft Position Rankings with the Linebackers and our Divisional Draft Previews with the AFC North. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 One, two, three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby driving up. To Cleveland, maybe looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. It's that time of the year again. And all eyes are now on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.ag has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, BetOnline has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. BetOnline has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. Hey AJ. Yeah. Do you like apps? I love it. Do you love sports? Love them. Do you like audio? Um, most of the time, yeah. And what's your thought on live? Uh, I love it. Better than dead for sure. Live audio only sports talk platform. That's what? what you're looking for, AJ? <laughs> locker room. All my life I've been looking for a locker room. It's free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, talk to podcast hosts, talk to athletes and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news while sharing your own experience experiences on the app. There's all kinds of podcast hosts from our network, Sports Drink, 
on the app. So all you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Follow all your favorite podcast hosts from the Sports Drink Network that are on it, uh, and they'll be going live on Locker Room. Um, every week we've got stuff on Locker Room from Sports Drink from all your favorite hosts that aren't me and AJ. So, download the app for free today. Uh, okay. Besides, um, quickly, yeah. before we jump into the linebacker talk, Houston, three cone. If you're going to run a three cone, go to the University of Houston. That's my pro day thoughts for the week. That's, look, uh, I think he was a little little too quick. Like, or they, Was it you? I, I'm not going to confirm nor deny that it was me. Um, I'm more of a short shuttle person, to be honest. That's what I used to run all the time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> not, not that I'm saying it's more important. I got delegated or relegated down to the short shuttle. Um, if, wait, if you're going to rank athletic testing from the combine, where does the short shuttle rank? Uh, uh, fifth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My favorite is, which I miss from this year, is like four guys every year run the long shuttle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the 60-yard shuttle. No one else runs it because no one cares. They, remember when, like, the guys who run it do... Everyone used The guys to. who run it do awesome. <laughs> they, they know what they got, and they got to they gotta do it. They got to show it off. I mean, if you had a nice long shuttle, would you not show it off? No, that's true. That's true. No, you're right. You're always right. Okay. Uh, speaking of athletic testing, really athletic group of linebackers... Indeed, indeed. Wait, can I can I add one more thing? I want to see that the the big Marlin T ten year dash uh, come into effect more often now too. It was a good idea on his part. I love watching it live and DJ's like, oh, oh no, did he pull up short? And then they got in, they got in because he ran the full forty yards, just slow down. And then they got the, the the hot take that he was only the hot tip that he was only doing the ten yards. It was smart because that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean. Seeing him run an okay 10 yards is better than seeing him run like a 5-4-40. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, none of these linebackers are running a 5-4-40, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a really good group. It's it, it kind of falls off a bit. There's not a ton of guys I think you're excited about maybe on day three. Mm-hmm. But there's a, I have a couple first-round grades. Um, and there's a lot of day two guys who I think will be instant impact linebackers. Yeah, I, I have uh, two first round grades. I got a borderline first round grade, a couple seconds, and then I, I got like eight. I only have like eight top 100 grades in total, though. Uh, yeah, no, that sounds about right. And, and then like two more that yeah. like like top one. Yeah, okay, 15. no, we're we're yeah, okay, we're we're on the same page. It sounds like that. Okay. And then a bit of a drop off after that, though. Yeah, that that's what I mean. Like, there's no one, there's not a lot of day three guys that you trust could come in and contribute on defense right away. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a couple special teams linebackers, but yeah, <laughs> I'm because it feels like every year in, in the draft there there's a, a day three linebacker who kind of surprises and makes an impact early and yeah. kind of turns into something maybe a little better than than what people are expecting. No, that that's that's definitely true, and I mean, there's some of those like guys even, that are like that have had big college production that that are going to go on day three, um, 
But they're more like like that old school kind of style linebacker. Yeah, the thumper. Yeah. So it's this like if they get in the right situation and like you know because sometimes linebacker cores they seem to fall apart kind of easy for some teams. Um, so in the right situation and like you can get a Chris Barnes maybe, but I don't know. You're right though. You they, you do see a lot of like day three or undrafted linebackers contributing pretty early in their careers. Yeah, even like just going through last year's draft, um, guys on day three: Akeem Davis, Gaither, Michael Walker with the Falcons. Um, 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 I just had another Kamal Martin. He he yeah. played pretty solidly for the Packers. Like, there's a couple guys who made a bit of an impact early. Yeah, Mister I mean, Jordan Glasgow, Mister Relevant too. Um, Crowder. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like there was a lot, and Barnes undrafted. Like there was a good amount of them. Yeah, no, and I, I don't know. I just there there are a couple guys that I do like on day three, but more in terms of what they what they'll probably contribute as special teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad we got the special teams linebacker buzzword uh, out of the way very quickly, and I, I think I think someone listening at home should keep a keep track of how many times Rob says it. Well, hey, I'm now I'm looking at the year before, and the year before 2019, day three, Drew Tranquil, our, our goat, yeah. Uh, Ryan Connolly, yeah, who that, was like that's actually, a good one. Dre Greenlaw, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Mac Wilson, Andrew Van Ginkle, like there there there's Cole Holcomb, like there's a lot of guys who contribute. David Long on the Titans, he's not yeah. a bad player. Yeah, I mean, hey, Tranquil and Mac should have both went top 100. I mean, we said that before the draft, but no, a lot of those guys were kind of. Some of them were, were big college production. Some of them came a little bit out of nowhere, but not really guys that you expected to contribute immediately, anyways. Some, mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying they were they were you know scrubs and kind of flash out of nowhere, but you know what I mean. I do have uh, one guy I will bang the table for on day three in a bit, but <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, let's let's jump into it um, again. Pretty, I think about as good as a linebacker class you can kind of hope for. Yeah, no, that that's that's fair. That's fair. I agree. Um, who's your highest floor guy? This was a little harder because, I mean, when you look at it, the top three guys, to, for me at least in this linebacker group, are high ceiling guys. Mm-hmm. Not to say they don't have high floors, but I wanted to kind of go a different direction for my high floor guy. Um, the, I should say the top. Four. There's a lot of high ceiling guys, and maybe not a ton of high floor guys. No, I I agree with you. That's uh, it. Kind of struggled, um, but I I did land on a guy that um has high ceiling you could say he's got the highest ceiling um but i went jeremiah wusu kormoa who obviously is a risk and obviously has a super high ceiling and you know he's a kind of a safety linebacker hybrid at, at six one and a half two twenty. but i don't know man i just get the feeling with him that you're gonna draft him with a plan um you're gonna use him as your your defensive chess piece uh the, the one that you know sounds like what we said about isaiah simmons yeah, hold, hold. hey, he, he turned it up a bit. He's a better he he he's to me just because I think that's going to be the main argument about him. He's much better in coverage than Isaiah Simmons. Man, man coverage. Yeah, much. no, exactly. I mean, Simmons in, Simmons's uh, size got him drafted as high as he did. Uh, or jokes probably not going to go as high, but um, I don't know. Like, just I, I think he's got he's got more fire in him than than Simmons did at Clemson too. So like all, all of those things, uh, the, the versatility, the upside, the like you, you first snap, you see that explosive, twitchy ability uh, immediately. His feet are lightning, man. Like 
And then, yeah, like you said, he can cover tight ends, he can cover running backs, and you can stick him on slot guys, and, like, pretty good slot yeah. guys, too. And he, he's covering them easily. And, like, he, he picks guys up in man, like, so fluidly, flips his hips, runs with slots. He, like, it's it's all there. Yeah, go ahead. He, he, he can just be a safety. Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, that is a compliment. Yeah, no, like I... That, that's... Uh, I, I, my comp is Derwin James, who I stole from Lance Airline, who obviously is a safety. Funny. Mine's Jamal Adams, who's also a safety. <laughs> there, there he goes. He's kind of a this is lofty as hell, but he's kind of a blend between Derwin James and Jamal Adams, to, to be to be honest. He's, yeah, I think he is. I, again, this is a lofty thing to say. He is a better player in the back end than Jamal Adams. Yeah. Um, but he's got that same ability to blitz off the edge, not to the same level as Jamal Adams, but to the same like similar to Derwin James when he's in the box. I don't. Again, it's a, like pretty lofty thing to say, but he is. I mean, 6'1", 221, you mentioned how twitchy he is. Um, so fluid in coverage, mm-hmm. and that's the difference, I think, again, between him and Isaiah Simmons is his ability to match up and play man coverage, shadow a tight end, play man on slots, and make it look easy. But he also plays with, our, I think, you, like if, if you were to make a list of the guys who played the hardest in the draft he would be on yeah. that list yeah i totally agree he looks to t- like he's a aggr- he's maybe the most aggressive linebacker or him and him and at least for me him and nick bolton are the two mm-hmm. most aggressive linebackers in this group um he looks to kill you he looks to hit like troy palomalu um and uh, like obviously he is not good like a guy you're going to play at mike he is he's not as um great at reading keys as, as some of these other guys yeah. Uh, and, and he he struggles more to stack and shed yep. uh, than some of these bigger guys. But again, like that's not where you're like you're not playing him exclusively as a th- inside thumper. Like he, again, seeing what happened with Isaiah Simmons, it's another worry because I was extremely high on Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Um. But he is a, he he is a is not it's not the same thing. I get that the the calling them defensive chess piece kind of aligns them, but they are different defensive chess pieces if you know what i mean yeah i mean we're gonna see more and more of these guys coming out every single year this isn't going away um this is gonna be the not the new norm but we're gonna see more and more of them um and like you know his size can get him into trouble at times like you said he, he can't really stack and set shed too great like absorbing off the line contact is difficult at times but he kind of like bounces off and it kind of works in his favor um, he 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 it, like again it's not necessarily um great that and so, like, sometimes he won't stack and shit, but he'll use his athleticism yeah. to, like, knife underneath linemen or knife across the line to make a play in the backfield uh, and rely on that athleticism. And if you're viewing him more as this overhang chess piece than a true linebacker, because mm-hmm. in reality, like, like I don't know. Do you, like, if you, were, if you had him and, like, would you use him more as a true sh- – like a strong safety overhang player than taking another true linebacker off the field to have him on the field. Like, how would you, what do you think the best way to deploy him is? Or is it a mix of both? Is it, is it like sometimes he's playing more of a will and sometimes he's playing more of a overhang safety role? Yeah. I think it is a blend of, of both depending on, you know, the formation and the down. Um, And I guess you're in your own personnel too. And, that's another good point. And your own personnel. Use him how whatever you need him to do. And I mean, we said the same things with Isaiah Simmons, but <laughs> but, but yeah. again, he's better in coverage, and that's kind of the the X factor is his ability in man coverage. Yeah, and and just his 
motor and his demeanor it just um, makes me feel a little bit better and like yeah you can you know the lack of length shows up uh, you'll see him some miss some tackles in the open field especially um, and you know just when you're yeah. you, you don't have the longest arms that well, happens um, yeah and, and in the way he plays again like he, yeah uh, sometimes he'll go for that knockout shot, shot which yeah. can obviously yeah it can lead to missed tackles but yeah those are like my two, again the th- my big the notes. thing that makes him so exciting is the ability to to to, to cover yeah no for sure I, I honestly like i saw him uh, line up over center once and just absolutely run him over like that was like holy fuck uh, in a 220 package running over a 300 pounder that, that was nuts um Honestly, like you know, I watch him and he feels like he's a human mouse cursor, just balancing wherever he's got to be all over the football field, and and like you see that uh, the Clemson uh, pick six, that was just absolutely. St- it was it was like he was like blocked it, it, by the slot, um, like 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 touched the tackle, I swear, and then like intercepted the ball over the course of like one second. It was like it was fucking unreal, and you see that, and you're yeah, like, he like wow, the, the yeah, he makes some um, like he. It's like he's teleporting. How quick he yes. can react to things. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. He. I mean, we're we're talking him up a lot, and you, and you have him for highest floor, and like I have him for high ceiling. So that mm-hmm. says a lot. Um, and, and again, this type of player is the exact type of player defenses are going to need going yep. forward yep. to to combat the the new wave pass happy spread out NFL. Like if you can take a thumping linebacker off the field for this guy who can again match up with tight ends match up with slots cover the running back like it's such an x factor well also not not being the greatest necessarily run defender but like and again stack and shed and, and more consistency with tackling and reading keys that's super important no doubt but like you're taking this over an elite run defender all day yeah well yeah that's that's so that's so obvious yeah no definitely and like like, yeah like 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 okay in this linebacker class jock's the only one who can cover a slot like i should i should say the only one who could consistently you are confident can cover a slot man on man to man and especially with the way the nfl is going where every nfl team starting slot Mm -hmm. is becoming like a a go-to pass catcher essentially yeah and like Back, the starting slot is like the caliber of a wide receiver two from a decade and a half ago. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, that's yeah, that's well put. They're 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 and, and, and the smarter offenses are are moving. Like Stefan Diggs is is going to line up in the slot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're to create those mismatches with a nickel. But if you have a jock, which not very many teams have anything near what he is, this octopus human knockout. Machine, I love him. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, definitely, that, definitely. And I, yeah, and like by the way, he tested great too. It wasn't. It's not just you can yeah. see it on the field. Um, and the 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 other thing again, just one more thing. The highest floor argument. I, I like you doing that because to me, unlike Isaiah Simmons, like Isaiah Simmons couldn't be a true safety in the NFL. I don't think. Uh, but agree. Yeah. But Jock, I like. I fully. No, I'm not saying that's what he should be, but I'm I, I like he is a starting caliber NFL safety or a linebacker. Yeah, like he he could easily be Jamal Adams in the Seahawks yeah. defensive system. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Derwin, like yeah, the the only kind of comparatives to, in my mind are Derwin James and Jamal Adams because there are safeties who 
do so many things mm-hmm. and do so much in the front seven as as well as in the back end and uh yeah it's like hard to pick a real linebacker to compare jock to yeah no i, d- I definitely agree um it almost feels like you're you're doing him a bit of a disservice because because you're you know safeties are, are more of a versatile skill set right and so pigeon yeah i don't even want to say pitching home as a linebacker because it's not but you know putting him in a, a linebacker box um, it feels like a little restricted to his true abilities. Okay. All that to say my highest floor, I, I decided to go with Nick Bolton. Um, <laughs> You've loved him for so long. I, I just love him so much. Yeah. He is old school, downhill, thumper, looking to kill you. I said him and Jock are the two most aggressive linebackers in this class. Um, now, he's he, he's lacking in size, uh, 5'11", 237. Uh, and, and he doesn't offer the same versatility that the four linebackers I have above him in my rankings do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he can he can be a Will or a Mike in pretty much. I, I prefer him at Will, but I think he can play Mike as well um, in a four three. And just his ability to to fill and knock out people. Yeah. And like he's got the uh, I'm pretty sure Lance's comp for him was actually Denzel Perriman. Um, you know what's funny? I I I came up with the Perryman comp before I looked at Lance. I'm like, well, okay, then that's just fucking dead on because he, he plays like him and they're like the exact same size. I have a different comp because I think Bolton does is more of an all downs player than uh, Denzel Perryman was. Fair enough, or is, and um, but that that like balls to the wall, yeah. 100 looking to kill. Like certain guys are just made like they they play so relentlessly and without a care for their body which is what i think is how so many people fall in love with linebackers like this because like that's what you want in a linebacker and yeah he now his lack of length can hurt him at times Mm -hmm. uh stacking and shedding um but he'll also like he'll take on pulling guards which like consistently, he will like the way Denzel Perriman knocked out Makai Becton. Yeah. Like you'll see, Nick Bolton has that to him too. I just think he, no matter what, he's going to thrive um, as a as a run defender. Yeah. Uh, and, and the he's not terrific in coverage, but I have less questions than previous like linebackers built this way. No, that, um, that that's fair. Yeah, like he definitely needs like work he, in coverage. Like it's just. So I'm like, like he's got such I, a great feel for defending the run. He's probably the best run defender yes. in the class, and yes, he just he, doesn't have so, that same feel. Like obviously the yeah, I was the non like the size limitations and the not like the he's not the biggest athlete, but I, I just wish he had a better feel. And I think I mean I feel like that could come in time. Spe- specifically, like I think he just needs to trust his eyes more in zone. Mm, yeah, like, that, that's a good way to put it. Because realistically, you're not asking. Uh, a no, guy he's not matching like up Nick Bolton, on the, Yeah, you're not matching him up with a tight end, like specifically because of that lack of length. Yeah. But like he he'll be in the right, like he'll his zone drops look fine, and he'll be in the right place. But it just feels like he doesn't trust his eyes, and he'll give up that you can nickel and dime him essentially. Yeah, uh, that's a good be, one. Yeah. Because he'll be a half a hair late, even though he is set up to be 
there to make the play and it just feels like yeah he just has to learn to trust his eyes a little bit more and, and pick up his reaction time and coverage yeah. but yeah coming downhill he, he's explosive as hell and, and a knockout king yeah you, you flip you know everything you just said about him as a in pass coverage is like the opposite of him in run in run d because he just has such a great innate feel like he, he mirrors running back so beautifully it's it's pretty much like he is a running back uh getting the handoff and coming towards the line um, like there's some place where you know, like he's making a cut as the running back makes a cut, or like before he does. Kind of, can I just throw this out? This is not my comp, but kind of got the same vibes. Now, to a lesser degree, he's not the elite athlete that Devin White was coming out, but some of the same style of play as uh, balls to the wall coming coming forward yeah. downhill playmaker as Devin White um to again to a lesser degree yeah uh and the Buccaneers have done a good job kind of protecting Devin White I yeah. should say yeah uh, sure. but now it helps that he plays beside Levante David one of the greatest off-ball linebackers of this century but yeah anyway I love Nick Bolton it sounds like like Nick Bolton's an easy player to fall in love with right yeah for sure and and sorry just to touch on the athleticism quickly um testing was yeah like he ran a four five nine. that's that's pretty good the agility and the jump uh, the agility was pretty poor the jumps were average-ish but like when you watch him his play speed makes up for that testing like his feet yeah, are quick and uh, and obviously he, he plays with that reckless abandon he's a, he's reads he's 110 miles per hour every single snap like reads keys pretty well yeah he does he does i have no issues about his instincts or yeah. um any of that like, like yeah there's no hesitation he in this again, game either first step is like is always correct like he's doesn't doesn't have the same ceiling be, because of some of these other yeah. linebackers in terms of size versatility and pure like all-around athleticism but like i mean 20 years ago nick bolton <laughs> be like a hall of famer <laughs> pretty much yeah uh in, anyway so my highest ceiling was jock who's yours michael parsons um I which mean, is i mean y- you can pick either one really yeah right? it's, it's it's a it's flip a coin to be honest um i just like you know i think i think you're gonna get something out of jock guarantee as we just talked about but uh, Michael Parsons, uh, freak. He's a freak. Six three two forty six, uh, big time testing. He ran a four three six. I mean, even if I was at the combine, that's a four four six. You know what I mean? Like the, the vert and yeah. the the shuttle were okay. Yeah, then the the nice cone. The bro- he's a freak. He's a freak. Opted out of this year, uh, but big production in, in twenty nineteen. And he's another guy. He's explosive as hell. Um, coming downhill, like he he can shoot a gap before a guard pulls like <laughs> like he's got you know he's he's got all the power he's big time and, functional strength and, yeah go ahead and still learning the position because he played uh, he was an edge player in high school yeah yeah exactly and it, that shows up he's an elite pass rusher as an off ball like yeah both both from the middle blitzing and just straight up rushing off the edge um like you see so him just bend and dip more money yeah <laughs> you're right but yeah you can see the bend and the dip and he, he can win with his hands too and um, like there's no tightness when he changed directions. He's fluid as hell, and and yeah, I think like he he's, he's got a good feel for coverage too. And like for, for yeah, a guy that to doesn't that. do it too much, yeah. Like yeah, he, he's flowy. Like, you there's go ahead, yeah. There's like uh, you you mentioned doesn't do it too much. Yeah, some of these other uh, linebackers, obviously Jock, but like Zayvon Collins, uh, Jamin Davis, like some of these other guys, Pete Werner. Jabril Cox, like they they've they're asked to do more in coverage than Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. but it, just directly comparing what Micah Parsons is and Nick Bolton doing coverage. Like, Micah Parsons has a much better feel, like, and he better eyes in zone. Yeah. Uh, again, and my, I guess my main question with Micah Parsons, freak athlete, 
you can ask him to do literally anything. You talked about the pass rush. Where are you going to play him? Like, where are you, do you think, are you playing him at Mike, Will, Sam? Like, what, what are you moving him around? What, what do you think is the best way to get the most out of him? It's a good question. Because he's another guy that he isn't like, okay, you know, he's a, he's a Mike. You put him in there and it's all said and done. Um, probably you will. Because yeah, it, it just, just let him go and like yeah tear yeah, shit up exactly and yeah sorry just to go back like he's got he gets depth on it on his own drops he's flowy yeah it's all yeah. you like that also though it comes back to the, go ahead yeah the change of direction like yeah. his his natural ability yeah. like he he can flip his hips really really clean um and, and just obviously we talked about how explosive he's downfield but like laterally he moves so smoothly yeah. Um, and that all shows up in, in his own drops. And I think he, some of the same criticisms of, of Jock you can put to Parsons, like um, like the over-aggressiveness can work against him. Like it, more so, yeah. it puts him out of the play at times. Um, like even in the open field, he's got to be more patient and break down and just make the safe tackle. Um, sometimes he doesn't have a great feel for like working off of blocks. Like guys tend to pick him up easier than they should in space, which I found kind of... Again, it's 2019 tape, and he, he's learning the position. But yeah, he's, yeah he's, this is all gonna. We come. gotta remember, he, he was 19. Yeah, and we, he's he's gonna be a top 10 pick. Yeah, based like, off his 19 year old tape. Yeah, like he's got a really good nose for the football. Um, he just like often just slightly out of position. So that's that's all gonna click. Like I'm not worried about him. Um, I got a top 15 grade on him. Uh, I got a yeah. Derek Johnson comp. Like, uh, like I think he's gonna be an elite player. Do you want me to tell you my comp now or save it? Uh, no, tell me. Ryan Shazier. Because Ryan Shazier, uh, obviously out of Ohio State, Big Ten Connection, um, freak of an athlete who was a, a very good pass rusher. And mm-hmm. the, the some of the concerns with Shazier coming out were his ability to just be a true linebacker. Obviously, it worked out really well. Uh, unfortunately, obviously what happened to his career but Ryan Chazier was one as a Steelers fan one of my favorite players of the last yeah. 15 years and that pass rush ability and just the pure athleticism to kind of help correct maybe some of the the not the, not to say lack of instincts but not elite instincts like trustworthy instincts but um and, and to cover up some of the I guess more more technical flaws because Shazier was a safety convert. Mike Parsons is an edge convert. They're mm-hmm. both new to the position, but oh, there's just so much upside with them. Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to get out of the top 15. And um, No. He, he's just the only reason he's not going to go, if he doesn't if he doesn't go top 10, it's only purely based on positional value. Yeah, no, for sure. And because there's so many quarterbacks. Like, well, I guess it goes into positional yeah, value. Just so many quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, okay, value pick guy. Probably not in your top ten here. You're getting on day three. You think you can do something for you? Yeah, he's he's my he's my linebacker ninth. Uh, I have him I have him outside the top 100 though. Uh, I got him as a day three grade. Um, and he is also super fucking young. He's he's not 21 years old yet. It's Cam McGrone sticking in the Big Ten from Michigan. Um, See, who I'm, I, do you? I, I was gonna ask you because he's also in my top ten. Um, do you think he'll uh, end up going on like late day two or not because no cause, i don't no you don't think so because uh, obviously based off his what was his red shirt freshman tape yep like he looked like a potential future top 50 pick yeah at times yeah at times and, and obviously this 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 year did not go because of injuries and everything but yeah I'm, I'm with you i like cameron grown a lot 
Yeah, and I, and like, I, I'm never gonna. I don't like knocking a guy for coming up, but it just it felt like his stock. Another year would have done really well for him. Um, probably yeah, raise like, his stock, and yeah. I over the summer, I, I remember us both talking. Like, I got like young Eric Kendrick vibes with him. Yeah, I. I like I, that's not my main comp, but like that's no, kind man, of neither. But my like, that's a comp. high end one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like I said, he's not twenty one years old yet. He's he's that compact. Aaron Kendrick's kind of build. He's six foot two, thirty four. Lots of lots of power to him. Like he's 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 a strong guy. And you know, yeah, he's I had re- some. Go ahead. Like like had he gone back, like maybe he'd be in the Nick Bolton range where it's yeah because like, he similar style to Nick Bolton. Yeah, and and I think yeah, that's a good point. And like he's. He's probably a bit of a better athlete than Nick Bolton, and that's also kind of like, like I wish he he didn't declare off an injury because his testing would have raised his stock. Um, like you, like 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 Bolton, um, like you see the downhill explosion. He's fluid. He's flowy. Um, he's got mean to him. He's got motor. He's aggressive going downhill. Um, like Bolton too. Big time burst as a blitzer. All the pieces are are there for for Camagrone. And like I said, he's not twenty one years old yet. And like the lack of playing time shows up in his field vision. It's not even really his instincts, as much as just his field vision. He's kind of like, he kind of narrows in on stuff. And with time, he's going to see the field better, and, and kind of everything's going to come together. So like, if you're getting him in the fourth he, round, he's yeah. not going to come and play immediately. Um, but you got to like, you, you got something big time to develop there. My, my uh, I'll call my shot. He ends up going in the back end of the third round. Okay. To the Dallas Cowboys, and in a year is their starting uh, uh, Mike. Okay, that's that's a, such a specific shot. I like it. It's very specific. Who's your, who's your comp? The lion, the lion should draft one. My comp's Danny Trevathan. I I went with Dequel Jackson. Ooh, that's a cool callback comp. Yeah, Dequel, he's always underrated. Dequel Jackson, really good player. Yeah, and I really, I, and and he got Tom Brady in trouble so. <laughs> People forget. Uh, okay, my value pick is probably kind of obvious based on how I've talked about it before. Um, South Alabama's own Riley Cole. <laughs> yes. Okay. P- played edge in 2019. Got the move back to Mike uh, this year. A solid like one day of senior bowl practice just because mm-hmm. I think he – I can't remember why. It, I think it had to do with COVID. Um like he had an inconclusive test. Anyway, yeah. not the greatest athlete in the, in the right. world. Not not the greatest athlete in the world. Not not gonna wow you in coverage by any means. Really strong, consistent tackler. His X factor is his ability to stack and shed. Watch the tape against UAB. He is ridiculous in that game. Um, six three two forty, well built, kind of an old school backer. James Lornice is my comp. Um, I I think you get him. I don't know when you can get him on day three, but it's definitely on day three. Um, it might it might be like fifth, sixth round even, uh, based on his testing. But at minimum, I think stud special teamer versatility to play uh, Mike and Sam. Um, Going to be a, a a competent early down run defender. I love Riley Cole. I just the ability the, the the ability to stack and shed the way he does is just that keeps you around. Yeah, and another guy with that that play demeanor that you love, uh, didn't get the virtual combine invite either. So like, I, I 
That's another. Oh, did he not? I I could have put him for my deep sleeper then, technically. Yeah, no, I, th- I I'm so, you know what? When he says name, I was cause I, I wanted to check. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. It was just kind of yeah for a senior bowl guy to to not get that. That's pretty deep. So I think you're getting him seventh round, seventh safely On UDFA. Seventh to UDFA. I, I think yeah. If you want him, you can get him in the seventh. I think safely to be honest. All right, I'll I'll, I'll take him in the seventh. Thank you. No problem, buddy. Um, so yeah. uh, okay, who's your sleeper? <laughs> um, this guy's probably also gonna go sixth, seventh round. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep sticking in the Big Ten, baby. Uh, going back to Ohio State, one of the four guys, Justin Hilliard. He's gonna get pushed down because he didn't test great. I th- I think I think he's gonna go undrafted. So I think just because of the injury history and the testing, yeah, and but it, I, yeah. I, I like I like the pick. Yeah, I, like yeah, the injury history, uh, big question. Uh, the testing. Honestly, thought. Uh, Sorry, I thought you were going to say tough Borland. No, no. Sorry, tough. Uh, I've, I've kind of always liked Hilliard, especially kind of popped to me this year. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just – Play all around, too. Yeah, he's just he's just a solid solid guy. And um, Oops. Special teams. Yeah, special teams, too. And you're just, you're just getting a really solid linebacker. And, like you said, um, might go undrafted. Might, I, I, think, I think you can grab him in the, in the seventh for sure, like Cole. Um yeah, and I think like the testing and the um, injury history aside, he's a better player than than where he's gonna go. Yeah, former five star pedigree too. Yeah, right? Just that's a good point. Cap getting hurt at Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, I feel like the existence of all four of those guys kind of pushed each other down too. Yeah, yeah, tough should go in the first round. You're right. Um, <laughs> Okay, my, my, my sleeper is the best aesthetic in college football from this past year. Yeah. Buddy Johnson of Texas A&M. I really like Buddy. I thought um, about Buddy, so I'm glad, I'm glad you test, went with him. Tested really well. Not the biggest backer. Six foot, 229. Really, he, he, really athletic, but an old school type of linebacker. Mm-hmm. Plays hard as hell. Plays super aggressive. Really consistent tackler. Struggles in coverage. Uh, coming back to what we were talking about with feel and coverage, he kind of lacks that. I get big Zach Brown vibes from him, who Zach Brown was a great <laughs> downhill athlete yeah. and just killed people and started for a handful of years of the NFL and was quite good. Uh, but obviously, strickled on passing downs. That was kind of what did it for him. But uh, Buddy, with that athleticism and that playing playing style, I think that that translates to special teams linebacker all day long. And uh, I just, I don't know. The aesthetic's worth drafting alone, yeah. <laughs> especially now that you can wear number one, probably. Oh, fuck. That looks sick with that with the neck roll. Uh, what, what jersey would he look the best in? Uh, that's a really good question. No one has, like... Maybe the browns? Uh, the, yeah, the Tamu color. Like yeah. That, what it, is it? it maroon? Works. Like, that's such a good color. It works, I know. Um, oh, oh, maybe Washington. Oh, just like Zach Brown. Good point. Yeah, and... and Similar color to Tamu, uh, yeah. Maybe. Hey, there we go. He's Buddy Johnson's going to Washington. We got an inside source from the Jersey people. <laughs> Who's your deep sleeper? Uh, okay, okay. Fuck it. I, I've been not going that deep, so I'm gonna go really deep. He might be a safety. We've watched him for so many years. We talked about him a lot. Oh, uh, we have this. We have the same guy. Zane Anderson. Of course. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We can- Obviously, he played seven positions. He's been in college football for ten years. <laughs> We've talked about him more than anyone's ever talked about him before. I know we, this is probably like the tenth time Zane Anderson has been mentioned on this podcast. No one else has ever even talked about him. 
he can play corner. He can play safety. He can play <laughs> linebacker. Uh, like a, a running joke. That's, thir- that's not a joke he's on this show. 30. Is like, what position is he going to play next year? Because he kept getting moved around. Also, it links into another joke, but he's pro comps Daniel Sorensen. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, okay, like, more realistically, like he he plays hard. <laughs> he's he's pretty athletic. Yeah, he ran four four four. Like he's he's a special team. Yeah, special teams linebacker, dime or yeah, special teams linebacker, dime linebacker, who can play corner. Like I'm taking that on draft it all day. Yeah, fucking totally agree. Like you're getting a guy that that could be a core, well, uh, like a big time special teamer. And yeah, hold on, he ran a four four four. First of all, he's six two two oh six. Anyways, he ran a four four four, uh, a six seven eight three cone, uh, a really good shuttle four two, uh, solid broad, thirty four inch vert. Um, <laughs> he's a really really good athlete. Uh, yeah, and like you said, he's, he plays his ass off, and he can play every position on defense. Zane Anderson could be a Hall of Fame CFL linebacker. That's honestly very, very true. Very true. And we know. We know the CFL. Okay, who's your wild card? <laughs> I'm glad we both had Zane Anderson. Uh, I feel like there's two answers to wild card. Um, so I was going to let you go but and then and then alternate. But... I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Ohio State, go back to the Big Ten. I'll say Baron Browning, who's um, just tested good pick. off the charts, ran a 4.56, a 40-inch vert, big broad, uh, similar. I think he had the same three-cone as Zane Anderson, so big-time three-cone. <laughs> but he's 40 pounds heavier at 6'3", 245. Uh, I, he's rising. He's rising right now. There's another big riser that I think you probably he's, have. Go ahead. He, he's a really perfect wild-card pick because – for your based on traits and versatility, yeah. like theoretically he's a top one hundred pick, maybe top fifty pick. Yeah, but the tape doesn't say that. Yeah, and he's been a part time starter his whole career. Whole career, yeah, and like, I don't. For me, I, I, I do not have him in my top ten linebacker. Oh wow. Okay. No, I do. I'm eye on him. Um, but but okay. I, I get it. You just you, you wanted to see more from him at Ohio State, being a, I, a fan. I honestly him. think he should be an edge. Interesting. He's kind of built like one. He's really good pass rusher. Really natural flexibility. Yeah. His bend is really impressive. And like when uh, there was times Ohio State played him on played him there, and you mentioned obviously Hilliard. They have four good linebackers. So times where Baron Browning would play a little bit of true edge and like with his hand in the dirt and look really good there. It's just, I guess for me, the, the, the lack, like his instincts. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Are just really bad. <laughs> he, he looks a little more like an athlete than a linebacker. When he knows where to go, he is like such an impressive athlete. I just worry about him in coverage. I you just, know, you know what? I, I saw some flashes from him in coverage. Um, he, he, he okay. It's not consistent, but like you can see again, you can see why he could be a top fifty pick at times. Like if you took yeah. his ten, twenty best plays, you'd be like, this guy's a first round pick. But it's just the consistency for me. I, no, and, totally. And I I, th- I think I have him a hundredth on my board. So like I have him in the th- like being a third round pick essentially. But yeah, I, I I've, just, got, I've got an early third round on him. No, I, I totally agree. Okay. Yeah, but going back to the to the coverage thing, yeah, you see, like sometimes like his feet and hips look like really natural in coverage. Yeah, because he's a great athlete. Like he, he is one of the best athletes in the class. Yeah, yeah. So like the, the P 
pieces aren't as great. Like the pieces are all there. Everything is there. He's and a so- big. He's a big swing, but if if you connect, like he's got Pro Bowl ability. Yeah, I know. I know. I got. I couldn't find a nice comp for him either. Like he's a hard one to comp. I mine's kind of mine's kind of strange. Mine's Devondre Campbell. I have to find your Campbell for someone else. I'll save the Browning. It's not a good one, so I'll, I'll save it, and uh, it'll kind of just blend in with everything else. Actually, fuck, he's my sixth linebacker, so it's going to get attention. God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay, my, my my wild card's Dylan Moses because he okay. went from top ten pick yeah. uh, to who knows? Yep. Like, <laughs> if, if you were to bet, what round are you betting he goes in? Fifth, if I had to bet. Well, that's where Mac Wilson went, right? Yeah, that's where I got him too. But I, I do think that's kind of where he's. It's kind of his ceiling and, and, too, to be honest. And he is like even this year where his tape wasn't what was expected of him. The flashy plays are there. Mm-hmm. Like the Missouri game, he made a handful of flashy plays. He also got beaten coverage like repeatedly, mm-hmm. and that happened all season. Mm-hmm. Like you do not want him in coverage. Um, but he also will end lives at times. Like, yeah. uh, I really like my comp for him because it's it's a guy who went in the first round and, I mean, started for a ton of years, but I would call a bust. Um, There's a lot of yeah, those so linebackers, Mo- by the way. There's a lot of guys that went into the first round but are butts, but busts, but they played for so long. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, if Moses went in the third round, I would not be surprised. If Moses went in the seventh round, I don't know if I'd be surprised. Mm, yeah, that's why I split the difference, fifth round, baby. Uh, anyway, my best bet is Micah Parsons. Who's yours? Uh, okay, so just just to talk about someone else, um, I went with the your Bolton thing. I, I put I put Zayvon Collins. That's a good pick. Yeah, that I, was my I, second choice. Yeah, I like Zayvon Collins awesome. a lot, man. And. Hey, yeah, I'm, right. I still get such the those souped up KJ Wright vibes from him because he's six five, two sixty, and long and like can the pass inst- rush can cover. Yeah. Can he does everything? Can, whatever, whatever you tell him to do, he will do. Yeah, I think him, him and Micah Parsons are. I think like I put in brackets beside their position, what specific linebacker position they would play, um, and and him and Micah Parsons are the only one I put all three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Like he's it's funny though you know he he's a really good athlete you can see it but he's not twitchy or explosive. Um, no, he's just smooth. Yeah, he's smooth and like the instincts are really good. Um, like you said, he can rush the passer, he can blitz. Um, the range is good. Uh, he's got a lot of obviously six. He's he's two sixty, so he takes on blocks easy. He's got knockback in his hands. Um, like he was he was knocking back Tevin Jenkins at times to to put that into perspective. Yeah. Um, and then yep. you throw that all in, and he's got all the the character stuff. Like he's a high motor. I um, love him. Yeah, he's he's crashing backside. He's making tap. You know what I love? He'll miss a tackle, which is a bit of a knock. He he does kind of have some flybys and needs to take some better angles. Yeah. Um, and, and over pursue, but he'll miss a tackle, and like get back up, get back into the play, and make the yeah. tackle. Um, he also had a knack from for being in the like. The right place at the right time, but yep. like yep. SMU, like both in the SMU game, SMU game, he had a game ending interception. The two lane game, he had a game winning pick six. Like he's putting, I, I get that, like when you look at the quarterback's choice and where the ball's put, not fantastic, but he is putting himself in the right position to make that play. Yeah. And that comes out of the instincts, the athleticism to make the play. He has really good eyes in zone coverage. Yeah, he's he. If you're playing him on the outside, he's got really like you talked about the power in his hands. Like he consistently set the edge. He can rush the passer. 
he like i i feel he could do pretty much anything you need him to do he yeah. is the swiss army knife of linebackers although like jock is on the back end he is more of the front seven version yeah because you put that all into a six five two sixty package yeah yeah and then yeah then you remember he's that big and it's like yeah oh <laughs> yeah he's also got a good, cool aesthetic the 23 looks he, fucking sick on him first of all he carries that weight he so does. well he does he does like, he's, he looks, he's built like he a shit like you, you could you it looks like you could add 20 pounds to him it does i know i mean you don't want to but it, it does look like it's a it. freak of nature <laughs> yeah this is like i mean this class again between Jock Parsons, Zayvon Collins, and Jamin Davis, like those guys are freaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they they are. Uh, speaking of freaks, AJ, oh, I, I I like to freaking bet on things. What about you? Amen, brother. Freaking bet all day. So head on down to BetOnline.ag where you can bet on the NBA, the Major League Baseballs. Uh, I know AJ's been all in on baseball this season. Telling me all about Dexter Fowler getting hurt. Uh, which is AJ's favorite player, of course. Um, hey, bet on hockey if you'd like. Uh, you bet on the any fighting. The Masters is upon us. You bet on that. Um, yeah, bet on everything. And the draft's coming up. You can bet on the draft. So bet on the draft. Go to betonline.ag. Um, head there using the website or your mobile device and, and bring home the game with Bet Online. And if, if you've done that, maybe it's time to head outdoors. <laughs> And for your outdoor experience, it could be better, clearly better. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses, and are nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, which is AJ's home country, Canon sunglasses elevate elevated your experience outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination use the exclusive exclusive code kanoncast15 at kanon.com to receive 15 percent off your first pair that's k-a-e-n-o-n-c-a-s-t-1-5 kanon clearly better um and what's clearly better than doing a top ten is doing a top fifteen. Oh my! Okay. Wait. F- first, let me let me tell you. I I want to do as I've been doing, the the mental linebackers taking the previous drafts. Then mm-hmm. I really realized like, they list like almost half the edges as, as outside linebackers. So like the number so is annoying. so skewed that it's not like they they've had over 30 multiple times nearly 40 in 2018 so like that number's fake so i'm not gonna bother saying that. when when will that ever die get, listing edges as outside it's so stu- i hate it i hate it i hate it that'd be like listing offensive all offensive linemen is just offensive line pretty much and uh, fuck sometimes you see that <laughs> i don't i don't... like listing well i mean we're also a little new wave where I, I would like them to split nickel and corner and mm. slot and outside receiver. That'll never happen though. So we're still yeah, voting yeah. on the pro bowl wrong. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, no, hold on. I, I got a good one. It's like listing tight ends and wide receivers together. Yeah. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. You're right. No, you're right. Okay. Hit me with your 15 to 11. Then we'll do our 10 to 6. 15 for me from the Purdue university. Hey, finish your drink. 
Derek Barnes. Yeah. Senior Bowl. Tested really well. Buzzman. Yeah, he tested really well, too. Uh, 14 he's, for me. He's, he's, <laughs> go, sorry, go I just want to throw in. Derek Barnes, very much worth a mid to late day three pick based on that athleticism and yeah. pretty good senior bowl. Yeah, I got a, I got a mid-fifth on him. Um, 14 for me from the Texas A&M University, the aforementioned Buddy Johnson, also a mid-fifth. Finish your drink. That's really weird. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to agree. Uh, I'm, you're not agreeing with this one. 13 for me from West Virginia, Tony Fields, mid-fifth. I got uh, a, he's my 16. I got a, I got a 17, big, sorry. I got a big chunk in the mid-fifth here. And 12 for me, Dylan Moses, also mid-fifth. 11 for me, uh, thought about him for uh, value. Uh, Monty Rice from Georgia. I've always liked Monty Rice. Late fourth, early fifth. And there you have it. Uh, okay. 15, Derek Burns. 14, Buddy Johnson. 13, KJ Britt. 12, Riley Cole. 11, <laughs> Baron Browning. I'm surprised I, uh, you're low on Browning like you are. I uh, The instincts thing freaks me out. I'm probably going to yeah. be wrong because I will overvalue it on athletic linebacker with great instincts every it's ho- single year. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're true. It's 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 my flaw. But we see because so many of these guys I, I, bust, though, too, right? It's... I, I, but personally, I wasn't on athletic linebacker with obviously elite <laughs> instincts, so I favor those guys. I've I've started. I mean, I've started to kind of um, go well, towards. Patty Fisher's in neither of our top fifteen, so we fixed that. That's right? true. We're getting better. Um, and I, I'm starting to just go to traits more than I used to. Just you see it work out more well, than I used at, to too. Yeah. Especially on day three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially on day three. Um. Anyways, ten for me. Uh, Pete Werner, the other Ohio State linebacker. Uh, I got an so there's a jump here from Rice to Werner. Early fourth round grade there. Uh, nine from I, I don't have a good comp for Pete Werner, so I didn't I didn't. Write okay, I'm down. super high on him, so I'll give you mine. Okay. Uh, nine for me, Cameron Grown. We already talked about him. I got an early fourth round grade. My comp is Dequell Jackson. Eight for me, uh, Chad Surratt. Late third round grade. Uh, my comp is Wesley Woodyard. Seven for me, Jabril Cox. Uh, Mid third. My comp is Devontae Campbell. That's my Campbell comp. And uh, six for me, Baron Browning, early third-round grade. <laughs> my comp is Brian Cushing. I don't hate that. It's weird. I know. It's a little out of the box. But, like, seeing the size and the way he moves, it kind of makes yeah. me feel like Brian Cushing. I don't know why. That's, that's No, I, uh, I kind of like that. I, I kind of like that more than mine. So It's a, it's a bit of an um, out-of-the-box one, but, yeah, I like it. Uh, okay, 10, Cam McGrone, 99th on my board, Danny Trevathan comp, 9, Dylan Moses, uh, 94th on my board, Alec Ogletree comp, 8, Jabril Cox, uh, 70th on my board, so big jump there, um, and a Daryl Washington comp. I knew, uh, you, you mentioned Daryl Washington off the show, and I knew that was going to be your, your comp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 7, Pete Werner. 66 on my board, Chad Greenway comp. Oh, okay, yeah, that's uh, good. I like that. <laughs> and then six, Chaz Surratt of North Carolina. 53rd on my board, Jerome Baker comp. I like that one too. I Okay, yeah. so let's talk, let's talk, I guess, Cox, Werner, and Surratt. Those are the only three guys we haven't talked, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk Chad Surratt because uh, we've both been big fans of his for a long time. The but- super, super raw. Yeah. Um, plays really hard, really great downhill player. Yeah. Didn't like tested fine, but maybe not as great as you expected. For a guy who was six um, two, two twenty nine, yeah. Yeah. 
like kind of, that's why I like my Jerome Baker comp. Um, kind of a wary rebuild to him almost. He, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, really good blitzer. Mm-hmm. Really needs to improve his stack and shed. Needs to, uh, another guy who's gonna miss some tackles because he over pursues. Yeah, he's still learning the position. You can see that in his ability to read keys. He could be a, a touch slow. Um, can struggle to take on a pulling guard. I still really like the upside with him. I, I love that. how hard he plays, and, and like he will kill someone if he can. That's a that's kind of a recurring thing in this class. A lot of these guys play really hard. Yeah, they yeah. hit really hard. Um, he's a guy I think you want to probably bring along slowly for sure. Like I don't see him as a plug and play guy, whereas, um, like I have Pete Werner behind him. I think Pete Werner's a plug and play linebacker. Um, but yeah, I'm still betting on that upside with Chester. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he, he just switched the linebacker the last two years and had massive production. And he, like, he, he's a guy like he, you see it on the field. He's competitive as hell, like every every single snap. And he's known for his work ethic, apparently. And like, like you said, it, the, he doesn't have a great feel for like fitting the run yet and and like the flybys and those type of things. And he's not a big guy, uh, but there's, he's got like a lot of pop to him, and and not not just hitting, which is true. But yeah, um, like you said, he's a great blitzer he's great coming downhill um like the one thing is like he's 24 already which yeah i know that's like the kind of it drags you down with him right uh, yeah i know i wish i wish he wasn't but um yeah i think like you know it's gonna take him a couple years to come on in the nfl but then i i think you're getting a, a type of guy like wesley woodyard who also did take a couple years to come on in the nfl part-time snaps um yeah i, I like chester i've always liked chester i think that's a bit of my um <laughs> my grade for him but I, I think i think you're gonna see him go where i have like the late third um around there i think that's where he's gonna end up landing yeah i i, I would agree uh let me let me sell you on pete warner a little okay. more i mean the chad greenway thing already did so you're good <laughs> tested phenomenally yeah um was the most consistent of ohio state's four linebackers for the last three years um really operates well in coverage he played like they asked him to do way more coverage than Baron Browning. Mm-hmm. Try, like he he played bullet in uh, which is like their safety linebacker hybrid in 2019, where he's covering a ton of tight ends and slots. Um, he I just think he's such a safe player. He's I think the safest of my six to ten guys here. Um, again, not like there's not one thing I think you yeah. point to with him where you're like he's gonna be like I don't think he's gonna be a Pro Bowl guy by any means. I think he gets start for eight to ten years. Um, pretty pretty strong hands, pretty consistent with stack and shed. Um, not like I don't think his instincts are a problem. They're just not elite or anything. Like he doesn't have Josie Jewell instincts, but he is so much more explosive than I think the classic white Big Ten linebacker gets credit for. For sure. Uh, um, and, and he has got experience playing Sam and Will, and I think y- you can play him in either one. And you throw the he'll 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 play special teams. He'll be really good special teamer if you if you give him the shot. Um, yeah, I mean I, I like P. Werner. I, I mean I don't even disagree with anything you said. Maybe um I'm maybe a little bit lower on him. No, I don't know. He's a good coverage guy. I don't I don't know. He, he I, yeah I agree. I like P. Werner. I don't know. But I I don't know. I don't know. I like P. Werner. You, you're not you sold me a little bit, but not all the way. Still podcasting. <laughs> Jabril um, Cox. Jabril Cox, he so he, he he's 
interesting because obviously only one year at major power of college football. Mm-hmm. LSU's defense was horrible, but he wasn't. Yeah. Um, he played. He played like a lot of overhang at North Dakota State. Yeah. Like he was in coverage a lot, and then he he comes to LSU and it's less so. But he is he's long. Like he's six three two thirty two, but he's long. That yep. was he's a little wiry, but he's long. He's I think he's great coming downhill. He 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 can he can man play man coverage. He can, he can drop in zone. He's got pretty good eyes. Um, I think he's an underrated pass rusher too. He didn't do it, at, like a ton a ton in college, but LSU blitzed him from time to time. I thought he looked really good. Um, biggest worries are instincts. Yeah. And his ability to get off blocks because he can't get overwhelmed by, uh, like even tight ends at times. Yeah. Um, he to like you're almost, the way I view him is almost like the way I viewed Isaiah Simmons coming out last year, but like a little like a watered down version of that. Although Isaiah Simmons is not that good, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like if you get him on the right team and you use him more as that defensive chess piece, I think he's really interesting. Yeah, I think you're gonna have to like line him out outside the the tackle shoulder, like inside. Um, when he's inside, everything else kind of everything kind of falls apart for him. Like it's not like he's a terrible player, but you really see his his um, the lack of the instincts, like the inability to really uh, key on the on the yeah, keys like, and the diagnosing quick. But yes, yeah, and, and like he's not the strongest guy either. Like like you kind of said. Um, like he, he, the physicality is there at times, but it's inconsistent. But then, yeah, he's he's really good in coverage, uh, man and zone. The, the range is really good, and yeah, like that, he's he's got big big time production in the, in the ball ball production. Yeah, go ahead. You have him in the third round, right? Yeah, yeah, I got a mid third on him. Yeah, so like you're taking him there. You you need to. I think you early on maybe he's deployed more in a very specified role. Yeah, and, and you have to like kind of bring him along. A little bit slowly, yeah. But like, if again, defined, kind of deployed weapon is how I would use him. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think yeah, I think to start, that's a good point. And I, I think like you can find like a full time outside linebacker gig for him. But no, yeah, I, I mean, yes, I, I no, gave I'm, him, I'm for sure. I gave him to the Eagles last week, and I, I th- or last episode. I think that's a it's a good home and a good fit for both of them. That, well, yeah, that's that's the type of player they need. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, okay, do you want to do your five to one? Yeah. All right. I, we're gonna have all the same guys, right? I think. Yeah. 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 We do. Yeah. I hope uh, so. Almost, wait. You you've got Patty in the top five. Patty five for me. Patty Fisher from Northwestern. No, I'm just kidding. Four. Blake Gallagher from Northwestern. <laughs> uh, <laughs> five. Jamin Davis, one of the biggest risers in the entire world right now. Uh, I got a mid-second round grade, so I'm buying into it, but I'm not buying into the first round stuff. Um, <laughs> my comp is Zach Cunningham, who's I think. Don't you hate Zach Cunningham, Rob? Do I hate him? Yeah, don't you? I loved him coming out of Vandy. Oh, oh, I'm thinking Bernard McKinney. Do you hate Bernard McKinney? Yeah, I hate Bernard McKinney. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay, good. Zach Cunningham's my comp. They're like the exact same size. I think Lance had the yeah. same comp too. Um, four for me, Rob's favorite player, Nick Bolton, Mizzou. Uh, the grade are like the same between Bolton and Davis. I kind of gave Bolton mine too. I I kept going back and forth with them. Yeah, I kind of gave Bolton the edges because I, I like him more. <laughs> like I said, my comp is Denzel Perriman. Uh, three for me, Zayvon Collins. Uh, I got a borderline first on him. Like, my twenty-five to forty grade. Um, like I said, my comp is souped up to KJ Wright. Uh, I felt that since the fall. I, I'm still sticking with that. Um, two for me, 
Jeremiah Owusu-Karmoa, Notre Dame. Uh, I got a 15 to 25, so mid first round grade on him. Like I said, my comp is Derwin James. And LB1, Micah Parsons, who's kind of been through the whole process. Uh, top 15 grade, my comp is Derek Johnson. Okay, so yeah, same five, slightly different order. I think I might be a little higher on the on the group. Um, I've got Nick Bolton five. I, again, I kept going back and forth. Jarman Davis gets the edge because just freak of an athlete. Yeah, um, yeah. But Nick Bolton five, thirty second on my board. Demario Davis comp. Uh, like Jarman Davis four, twenty eighth on my board. Keith Bullock comp. Three, Zavin Collins, 18th on my board, first round grade. Tremaine Edmonds, comp. Uh, two, Jock, 11th on my board with the Jamal Adams, comp. And then one, Micah Parsons, 9th on the board with the Shazer, comp. So, yeah, you're like Parsons is my uh, 11 right now. Um, he's probably going to sit there. Like, Joke is my 13. Um, yeah, so similar. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little lower on, on Bolton and Davis than you. And Collins, I guess, yeah. too, but, but not far. Okay, let's talk. Let, we talked about everyone else. Let's talk a little bit. Jamin Davis obviously uh, jumped out of nowhere onto the scene, shot up boards, yeah. um, incredible testing numbers six three two thirty four. Uh, throwing the tape, he he makes plays in coverage. He is all over the field. He makes flashy plays against the run. I, I I've got him so high because of what I think he can do as a cover guy. Yeah. Um, and just his he he looks really good, uh, dropping in, in zone using his eyes um, to make plays and in, in his ball skills like the the pick six pick six against Tennessee was so impressive to me, um, just getting in passing lanes and make, using his length to make a play and athleticism. Uh, I thought he was a pretty damn good tackler too. Um, he, instincts could use some juice, but again, just a one year starter. I also have him like he's gonna be a will. Um, mm-hmm. I I think he plays super hard. I don't know. I just really like him. What what was your takeaway? No, I agreed with the, pretty much everything you said. Um, uh, I'll start with the pros. Like like you said, long and rangy. He tested great. You you see it all there. Um, he, he's almost a little inconsistent. Like at times, like you can see him read and diagnose misdirection really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Other times, he's kind of not he, fitting the he's fitting the wrong gap, and then things are a little he, off. Go ahead. He sorry, he's like almost like a riskier Zavin Collins in my mind. A little bit, he's, but with with I don't know if that makes to- like not the same versus like like I I like firmly have Zavin Collins the first round grade, but just in terms of length, obviously not quite as big, and athleticism and um just kind of all that upside. Mm-hmm. Not again, I think Zavin Collins could play all three linebacker spots. I I firmly Jalman Davis as a will, but. Like I get why he shot up the board so quickly. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, and like you said, I, I it, it, not super inconsistent. Like, I think he's a really solid uh, open field tackler. Um, you see a lot of like just sure one on one tackles. Um, but then like I w- go ahead, yeah. I wouldn't. T- I I I just want to like again. I am twenty eighth on my board. We we still have like he'll move back. I'm sure as we get to the corners and safeties and everything. But like I I want to be like I would not take him in the first round. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Um, but, like, mid-second, uh, you're taking a chance on this guy. And, you know, okay, I, I don't know if I just noticed this. Um, I, I don't know if he's that strong of a guy. Like, or if he just doesn't have that, like, he, one, one play. He can get, go ahead, yeah. He can get overwhelmed at times, like, by offensive line. I mean, he can struggle to get off blocks. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's both taking on blocks I, I see issues with. But I don't know. There was this one play, uh, Ole Miss, goal line. 
uh, where the the linebacker was kind of already stood up a little bit, um, and like uh, one of his teammates was already there, and he kind of came in to, to you know just to to stuff him, and he kind of like bounced off, which I, I don't know. It's I know that's one play, um, and like you can't look at it one play like that, but I, I don't know. So like it, he's a work in progress is what I'm trying to say, and it's not like I, th- I don't think he's ever gonna do that. Um, but, like, but yeah, it's the, the athleticism makes him such a fucking intriguing prospect, and and yeah. like it's not like the tape is bad, and even though like no 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 the tape is good, and it, even with eleven career starts, like having one hundred and two tackles this year, um, like f- uh, three picks, um, a couple TFLs, um, for this shortened season in, in in the SEC, like that's that's really impressive to me as well. I think, I think like. He, I don't even want to – like, his floor is not even that low either, I, I think. You're getting a good football player um, just with the potential to have really, really high ceiling. Yeah, like, to me, his floor is a Zach Cunningham, like a solid starting linebacker. Yeah. Like Zach Cunningham hasn't been, like, a stud by any means. But um, the, yeah, but the ceiling is, like, a, a Pro Bowl caliber guy. Yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, We've talked about everyone else, right? You got anything else to add on Bolton, Collins – Jocker Parsons, I think we did them pretty ad nauseum, right? Um, Nick Bolton, I'm gonna order your jersey if you go somewhere <laughs> cool. Um, we're yeah, 32 like, in the pros though. Now that you can, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Um, though those top, I mean, I got Browning six. So those like top six guys, um, just like most of them are just dripping with athleticism and potential. Yeah, no, it's a it was a really fun group. Um, okay. Before we go, AFC North uh, mock drafts, uh, you, you're kicking us off here with the Bengals. Yeah, I, I'm keeping things simple at five. Take Panay Sewell. Um, I know that this is one of the most uh, hotly talked about uh, selections. Um, they, they're not, they don't feel like they're trading back. Um, I, I think you take Sewell, especially with the, the – not to say the tackle group isn't really good, but with the depth of the wide receiver group, uh, I think we can come back in the second round and get a good wide receiver, which I'm about to do. <laughs> at 38 I, I but you know what? i've kind of funny I, I would love to see jamar chase there um so i, I wasn't sure which receiver to plug in to to, to get the right fit for the Bengals. um like uh, uh, terrence marshall crossed my mind to get him back with joe burrow but i'm like nah you know what i'm gonna get elijah moore who yeah you're gonna play him inside and boyd already does that but you, you're not you're not worried about boyd outside but like just to be that twitchy safety net with some ability to win over the top two from the slot for Burrow. I think that's a really good target to get Joe Burrow. Um, and then we're coming back third round. They have all their original picks. 69th overall. They need help edge and kind of ideal. They just need help on the defensive line. So we're going to get on Peyton Turner, uh, the best three cone in the history of, <laughs> of defensive linemen uh, via that Houston hand timing. Uh, I, I think he kind of comes in and kind of fills two roles for them, um, and and like just provides that, like I said, that, that we talked about in the last episode, like the big time motor and with that big time upside. I think if the Bengals come away with a draft like that, um, I think they'll be all smiles in Cincinnati. Uh, Peyton Turner, Sam Hubbard, that's a lot of athleticism and size on the edge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Peyton uh, Turner, then your new Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was. That crossed my mind exactly. Uh, okay, Steelers. Me, super bias here. Twenty fourth overall. Uh, we're taking Landon Dickerson. Who cares about the injury history? Uh, my job's not on the line. I love Landon <laughs> Dickerson. 
go from the deep history of Steelers Hall of Fame centers, go from one to another. Uh, Dickerson is a the best interior offensive lineman in this class for my money, uh, and fills an instant need. It was really kind of hammer Tevin Jenkins. I, I think there's less of a chance Tevin Jenkins is still on the board here. That is a Just fair because point. of the need of tackles. Yeah, and I, I do think like that's the range that we're going to see Tevin Jenkins go. Uh, but no, saying yeah. there's a better chance of Dickerson being on the board, I agree with you. I'm I'm happy with either one. Um, Fifty five. Steven Nelson, goodbye. Need a new corner. Eric Stokes, really long, quite athletic, really athletic. Like like his intensity, plug and play. Bam, thank you. Welcome. Uh, in 87, this is where don't waste your first round or second round pick on running backs. The running backs are dumb. So wait till 87. Go get Trey Sermon from yeah. the Ohio State, who's got that rugged Pittsburgh vibe to his style. Great contact balance. Solid hands. Um, he's a better James Conner. Yeah, I okay. totally agree. Uh, okay, Cleveland Browns, 26th. You need a linebacker uh, still. Zavin Collins, don't pass up on that athleticism in that size. I don't know if he'll be there at 26, but with the now it's starting to feel like Jamin Davis is going to go ahead of him, so who mm-hmm. knows. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think if Zavin Collins is there at 26, you're really happy. It's 59th, Boogie Basham. I think he'd be a perfect complement to Miles Garrett. Fills a need on the edge. I don't know if he'll be at there at fifty nine, just the way he tested. But we we're to, like his range is a little interesting. I think he could very much still be there at fifty nine. Yeah, no, I, I do too. I took him last week in around the same range. Eh? Yeah, uh, and then third round, you you can use another outside receiver for sure. If Nico Collins is there at eighty nine. Which I, I it's a kind of a 50-50 chance. Um, I think he'd be a really good fit on the outside as like that power forward to complement Jarvis Landry as a slot, no doubt Beckham, uh, and, and give Baker Mayfield uh, just another target to miss. Another, uh, and then ninety first, <laughs> another Michigan receiver too, baby. Yeah, perfect. Ninety first, yeah, he's Braylon Edwards comp. Ninety first, I kind of I kind of struggled. I decided you can never have too many corners. Plus, you don't know if Greedy Williams is actually going to be very good. Mm. Go get another big corner. Uh, Keith Taylor from Washington. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, no, I... I, mean, I, I hey, he had, the, he had the greatest all-star game in NFL history, so... That's, that's true. People forget. <laughs> All right, uh, we're moving to, to the, the port of Baltimore. It's not a port. What is it? A, a bay or something? I don't know. Baltimore. The Ravens are on the clock. And the 27th pick in the first round, I'm getting them a wide receiver. Um, I'm getting them Rashad Bateman. I'm getting uh, Lamar Jackson, that safety net, that guy that's going to win with route running, that guy with the sure hands. Um, I also think it makes Hollywood Brown more dangerous. I, I think having someone like Bateman there, finally, the, the Ravens have, can never find a wide receiver in their franchise history. Um, I love Bateman. Yeah, I love Bateman too. And I think that's great. Um, let me say, this could be a landing spot for Tevin Jenkson if, um, if Orlando Brown is gone. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Orlando Brown right now, um, so that that I f- that feels like a good fit too. I'll throw it on the on the table too. Fifty eight, um, get an edge like they do. They keep losing them. Uh, get I, I kind of like the fit of Joe Tryon. He fits their size mold. Um, he fits the compete level mold, and I think they they see all the the athleticism and the traits, and they're they're like, okay, we can turn you into a comp pick in, in four years. 
and they bring him I back. would trust them. Like, I know we're both lower on him than the consensus, but, I, yeah, I would trust them to do the right thing with him. Yeah, like, if Joe Tryon is a Baltimore Raven, I feel like he's going to have a 10 sacks in a couple of years. Um, yeah. And then uh, they traded their third to, Min- to Minnesota for Yannick. Uh, so they got the they got the new um, comp for David Colley, uh 104. Um, okay, this is me shooting my shot, okay? If Orlando Brown leaves, um, they even if they don't, Jackson Carmen, Clemson, he screams Ravens off slimate to me. Like uh, Terry it, Phillips. Exactly, exactly. Um, and again, if, if Brown yeah. is gone, they give him the shot at right tackle. Um, if he's still around, they kick him inside. He's so Ravens off the line. And I'm going to throw one more in here. Day three, uh, one of our big boys, our, our friend of the show, Tommy Doyle, I think he'd be a great Raven off the lineman as well. Tested great. Um, I think he's climbing up boards too right now after after the way he tested. Um, so if they wait until day three, uh, I like to see Tommy Doyle in a Ravens uniform. Seems like you're covering your tracks after uh, uh, I I've been talking to Quinn Miners, friend of the show, and now you're trying <laughs> to talk about your own friend of the show. Wait, who who was higher on Jay Adams? I can't remember. I think we were about the same, weren't we? Yeah, I think we both had him like mid day three. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got like an early fifth on him off the top of my head. Anyway, if you want to get drafted, come to the show next summer. 